Once again, to Ringside Ramblings, I am your host, Sam Kill of the Wrestling Connoisseur, and I am really quickly going to do the NXT pre-show here. I got no idea what they're planning for tonight. Uh, I did see a few gifts over on Twitter that I'm trying to avoid right now, but um, like I said, as I always say, we don't get the shows until a couple hours later, so you have to bear with me. Um So yeah, NXT, this is the last stop before War Games, the last stop before Survivor Series for NXT. So they're going to pour everything they can in tonight, in my opinion. Um, Good and the bad that should have been done all along. NXT has twice the build because they have twice the pay-per-views they have to show up for here. But um, I expect to see some big things. The only thing that I know they're going to do is Revival versus Undisputed Era. <clears throat> I personally think you need you need a show where NXT gets its ass kicked. We haven't seen that yet. And if you want to be the underdog, if you want to build tension, if you want to be the hero, you need to face obstacles. You need to have your ass kicked a lot. NXT has not had any of that happen. There is absolutely no tension for NXT to come into Survivor Series and win. All the tension would be if NXT loses, and by all means, it doesn't look like they're going to do that. So, um, yeah, for all sense and purposes, NXT needs to lose big tonight and lose hard. Um, and then, you know, maybe they can show a little shine on SmackDown or something, which uh, should be the biggest show-stopping performance before the pay-per-views hit. I doubt it's going to happen, but... Um, I also doubt it's going to happen tonight as well. But I, I, my opinion, NXT will probably win big again. And I think that's the wrong thing to build so much for NXT. Uh, and in my opinion, even if they win at the pay-per-view, it's going to be um, undervalued. It's not going to be the performance everybody is expecting or wanting or needing. So in the long run, what's it do for NXT? Not as much as I think it would if NXT had been struggling in their invasion, struggling with being invaded, because let's, let's look at the facts. Everybody on the main roster now has pretty much come from NXT in some form or another. Very, very few guys have not. Um, so they go into the pay-per-view and there's no big, big turns. There's no big announcements. There's no big surprises. Um, NXT does not come out ahead in all of this like they could have in my opinion so i'm gonna keep it short and sweet right here for the pre-show um we'll watch tonight and we'll see what happens 
Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. After finishing NXT, I'm here with my little man, and we are eating a bowl of Fruit Loops. Because uh, it is morning here in beautiful Hawaii on this rainy day. Uh, I just wanted to give my, my thoughts on NXT. We got one more show to go before we um, get to the pay-per-views this weekend. Uh, I thought NXT, you know, it, it brought it. As far as a build for both pay-per-views, um, again, I felt like this should have been NXT of three weeks ago. With Raw showing up, with SmackDown showing up, with all the chaos and everything. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was kind of hit or miss for me, though. It, um, I thought they opened good with Becky Lynch. Uh, the Ripley match was pretty good. Um... You know, having uh, SmackDown come out to attack them or whatever, and that whole uh, shebang. You know, it was all uh, a pretty good uh, build to open with. Um, the crowd was, was really behind Becky, really behind Rhea Ripley. Uh, so it was great to see. We got a little bit of, I was surprised. I didn't see um, Bailey show up, so I was kind of surprised with that. Uh, since they, they seemed like they really heavy into having Bailey involved um, lately. They didn't have her show up today. Um, yeah, so I, I thought all that was, was good. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about that is they cut away to commercial for like three-fourths of the match, it seemed like, uh, which I thought was ridiculous, uh, especially because it seemed like they had time later in the show for a lot of... Uh, you know, they could have put that match in together uh, instead of having it interrupted by commercials. Uh, with all the Survivor Series and War Games and all that build-up and, and whatnot, they had to, had to say. Um, what else? We were very tag-heavy, ironically, for WWE not being big on tag teams. We had a lot of tag team action going on tonight on NXT. And I know NXT does... Uh, use tag teams better than the rest of the brand. But, um, you know, with other products out there being so tag-heavy right now, it's interesting to note how tag-heavy uh, NXT was. Um, great match between the Revival and Undisputed Era. Uh, it was fun seeing the Revival play um, the protagonists in this match against uh, Undisputed Era. Uh, great stuff. I, you know, Dawson and Wilder are amazing in that ring. Honestly, uh, we don't even get to see half the stuff they can do uh, on a typical basis. So this was fun. It was nice. Um, I think they went with the wrong decision having Undisputed go over. I get it; they're the tag champs, but um, man, you know, I I would really like to seen. Uh, something happened here, maybe a dusty finish or, or something or other where, um, 
you know, Undisputed Era comes off more as the underdogs um, going into this this pay-per-view because NXT should, in, the, in all cases, be the underdog at Survivor Series. Um, so, I... I don't know. I mean, if Undisputed were a face tag team going into this, maybe I get it, right? But, um, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is, but it was a fun match, despite the ending. Um, We ended up getting uh, War Raiders show up as well. They fought Forgotten Sons. Uh, This was was an okay matchup. I wasn't that into it. Um... The thing that gets me most excited about Forgotten Sons is Jackson Riker. Um, and War Raiders, I can take them or leave them. Uh, it was an okay matchup. I, I don't, you know, this one, the War Raiders did come out on top. But at, at the same time, I still don't um, feel this has m- any bearing. So I feel like it was a waste of, waste of space almost. Uh, we get War Raiders on Raw. You get put them over there. Having War Raiders go over Forgotten Sons on NXT, I, I don't think it helped anyone. I would much rather have seen Forgotten Sons show up on Raw and had this match there. At least have Forgotten Sons get a bit more exposure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this spot could have been used better for something else. Um, we got to see uh, Kona Reeves finally again. Uh, I believe he has an orbital bone um uh, injury that he's been out for so i don't he probably isn't clear they they probably just had him come out to show face finally or something uh of course we had matt riddle versus ricochet ricochet attacked corner reeves and uh, we actually had this match happen and um if you've ever seen this match it is uh an indie match this happened you know before and it's everything that you imagine an indie match of postmodern wrestling being which is, uh, you know, two guys that are are freaking calls from uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2009. Um, and they have every finisher in the book as main moves and signatures. And that's what they do the entire match. It's just finisher, 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 essentially. Um, move, move, move. It's a smash button type arcade version of wrestling um, that I think is the shit. Um, and yes, I'm not just saying it's because it's NXT. Yes, you get it in AEW and, and a lot of these matches as well. Um, there's no psychology to it whatsoever. The only good thing about this match, it was, it was short. You had a SmackDown interrupting and then you had, uh, everybody else coming out. So, uh, interesting. Uh, they use Shinsuke in this aspect. Uh, glad they had Roderick Strong come out. Uh, at least there was a little bit of touch. Of the triple threat ICUS North American Championship that's had zero build. That could have had a lot of amazing build uh, going into Survivor Series. No build. Um, oddly, Matt Riddle coming out looking like he's the badass out of all this. Um, a horrible choice in my opinion. Um for someone that's eventually going to just get lost in the shuffle and let go. I mean, they're putting a lot of effort and time into this guy. Um, and I think it's not worthwhile. With that said, um, I don't know, maybe he'll learn. Who knows? 
Uh, with that said, uh, it, it did end up being a, a good segment that built up for Survivor Series and War Games uh, with Finn Balor coming out and attacking Matt Riddle as well. Um, gosh, what else did we get? Um, of course, we got the ladder match between Adam Cole and Dijakovic to decide who gets the edge in War Games from the flip of the coin. Um uh, I, I, I don't I don't know, you know, I I like Adam Cole, but he's a little bit small. Um he looks like um Joe Dirt's out there wrestling for NXT. Um <coughs> when you put him in there with a bunch of bigger guys, uh luckily this match the guy was only a foot taller, but pretty much the same build as Dijakovic. So you had a skinny man versus uh tall skinny man. Um I don't know, I mean it was a it was an okay match. It was the typical Dijakovic sort of uh, moveset. Uh, Adam Cole showed a little bit more psychology uh, going after the knee and whatnot. Um, you know, ladder matches are spot heavy anyway. So this was right up Dijakovic's arena. Um, I, I still don't understand why they have to be ladder matches. Except it's the ladder match for the sake of having a ladder match. Postmodern wrestling. Um, and we get a couple spots on the ladders. The last one being, uh, a suitcase to the head and Dijakovic falling through the ladder almost breaks it. Um, and Adam Cole wins. I, I would have liked to seen this finish sold a little bit more. Uh, Dijakovic didn't sell shit until the end. Um, then all of a sudden his knee was bothering him. And he hobbles up the ladder to give Adam Cole time to get up there. Um, would have been more believable if he had sold the knee the entire match. Wow. Brain explode. Light bulb going off. Who would have thunk it? Mama Mia! Um, yeah. <laughs> what's what's his thing? Use your vision or... I don't know. God damn it. Uh, Dijakovic. Uh, yeah, he gets hit in the head once. Uh, amazingly, like they're struggling, he lets go. Adam Cole hits him in the head, and he falls. Hit, that knocks him out. Apparently, um, for one, I like to see his struggle more so. Like maybe Adam Cole raked the eyes, gets the suitcase, hits him, which stuns him, and then hits him again and knocks him off. Just some little things like that, I think, would make a lot more sense than. Um, them being told, okay, and then you hit him in the head, and then you're gonna go through the ladder, and that's all they do. Um, I don't know, just doesn't seem like thought is put into it, uh, to detail like it should be. Uh, so yeah, then you have that, and then of course, everybody starts coming out. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, well, you first you have, of course, uh, Undisputed Era coming out to celebrate, per usual. Um, you have SmackDown come out, you have Raw come out. They take out Undisputed. They start fighting each other. Then the NXT locker room comes out. It's a madhouse. It's crazy. Um, you have McIntyre come out in the ring. Then you have Keith Lee come out, jump in the ring, and like power bomb McIntyre to hell. Um, well, great spot. Looked wonderful. McIntyre sold it beautifully. Uh, then you have. Oddly, uh, Hanson or Ivar, I think is what he goes by now. Or maybe it's Eric. I don't know. Uh, he comes out 
and him and Keith Lee stare down, shrug it off. Hey, I used to be NXT too. And both of them hit the ropes and take out everybody, including themselves. Um, okay, whatever. Um, I guess. So there was that spot. And then uh, Adam Cole, of course, he's unscathed. Um, and he seems to be the last guy there. Seth Rollins comes out. Ciampa comes out. That's pretty much the finish. Um, I mean, it it was in the the last aspect. I think was good. Um, I I didn't care much for the the dives taking everybody out for fifteen minutes. Uh, I I don't think that made any sense at all. I don't care if a three hundred fifty five pound guy is flying over the ropes. Two of them, for that matter. When you have twenty people at ringside, um, I don't think it's going to take everybody out that long. So, just realism, you know, uh, I I don't know. They could have just let everybody outside the ring fight, continue fighting while um, Ciampa and Seth Rollins went at it. I think they would have been fine. Anyway, that was your NXT. We have one show left, SmackDown, to build up for this uh, Survivor Series pay-per-view. That's it for War Games. Um, I, I think in some degrees it is what it is. Maybe it doesn't need super long amount of build. I mean, for War Games itself, we know a lot of these guys, It the build has been there for a while. So, um, yeah, I, I think NXT has been relatively safe because they've had time to build for War Games because they didn't even mention Survivor Series hardly um, for the last couple of weeks, um, at least throughout the show. Whereas, you know, Raw and SmackDown, that's what it's... Mostly should be about. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Really? Yeah, well, <coughs> I kind of feel the same way. Um, I think the, you know, we could have gotten better build, but we finally got some good build. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, so it is what it is, as we like to say here. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that that's your nxt um post show thoughts uh yeah you got anything to add little man no all right well um hopefully this will get posted for the end of the day and um if my editor little man here does his job who knows um until then i'll see you next time Oh, wrestling fans! We believe that psychology still matters. Storytelling should be consistent. Maybe that's why I'm a connoisseur of wrestling. Tweener is not an alignment. I don't want any part of it. Goodbye. Welcome to the fight against Marxism. This is the Square Circle Journal. And now... Just John and the wrestling console, Sam Keelan.